welcome to today's broadcast you know like i always say jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forevermore you know what jesus did in the bible days jesus the same jesus also of the bible days the same jesus that is today like i said the last time jesus died but he is not dead jesus rose from the dead on the third day he rose in victory and i i love it please in romans chapter one and in verse four uh, that I used to quote in the Bible saying Jesus Christ declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead that's Romans the first chapter in the fourth verse the Bible says and declared to be the Son of God with power so Jesus Christ was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead so jesus resurrected from the dead let's pray father in the name of the lord jesus christ of nazareth into your hands we commit ourselves into your your able hands today thank you for your power thank you for your glory thank you for the holy spirit our helper and our guide him whom we call the keeper of israel we glorify you father thank you for your majesty thank you for the good things that you started in our life in our lives in this season thank you thank you for all that you are doing us now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us thank you for the power that worketh in us we give you glory and praise in jesus matches name we pray amen 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 remember the bible says now unto the god eternal unto the lord immortal invincible the only wise god bible calls him to the god eternal immortal invincible the only wise god you know our bodies are mortal bodies but the bodies will be will be changed to become immortal later but god himself is immortal that's why we sing that song immortal god invincible god immortal god our great thou art immortal god invisible god immortal god our great thou so he's great the greatest God so the last time I, I remember I started in Philippians chapter 4 Philippians chapter 4 and in from verse 6 I tell him to go. thank you Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 6 so the Bible says in the message translation it said don't fret or worry instead of worrying pray that's an instruction don't fret or worry the king james says be anxious for nothing there's several things that could make one anxious because i'm still on that topic he cares he cares god cares you know we have families we have siblings we have spouse we have children we have our parents we have concerns we have needs in life but God is aware about those needs. So the Bible says here, don't fret or worry. So what should I do? 
Instead of worrying, pray. Another rendering says, shape all your worries into prayer. Don't let the worry get hold of you. Worry is a negative emotion. Worry will never make you think straight. No, 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 no. You know, like I said the other time, you see many say, ah, I know where my mates are. Ah, where, with people that will finish high school, secondary school together. Ah, they've gone far. They've gone far. Ah, ah, I'm just here. I'm just here. Nothing is happening. Your words is the problem. That's why we're trusting God that these words, this is not just another preaching. We were sent with this word to you, watching or listening to it. Your seasons. Your, the seasons of your life, they are about to change. This word will transform your finances. This word will transform your emotion. This word will change the state of your family. This word will change the state of your business. This word will change the state of your career. Jesus says in John 6, 63, Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are words, they are life. These words, are they are spirit and they are life. So the words... That we're sending to you today these words are spirits and they are life so the bible said don't worry ha huh, i shouldn't worry don't worry he huh. said instead of worry pray oh so what should I pray? You can pray for the prayer of faith. Mark eleven twenty three. For yourself. Prayer. Faith is involved with every kind of prayer. But they are not all prayers of faith. You can see Mark eleven twenty three. The Bible says. For verily I say unto you. Jesus talking. These are the words of Jesus in red. For verily I say unto you. That whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. Don't doubt. Just be single with the word. What you have said with the word. Leave it said. Don't change it. What you said at home. Because you saw your friend and you change it. It changes the prayer. Because our words are seeds. Because you saw your friends. You saw your, your cousins. And you didn't want to look so spiritual. Say, God, we help us all. This thing. Is it possible? But you, at home, while you were praying, you say, Father, I trust you for this. For the Bible says, for with God, all things are possible. If all things are possible with God, then anything is possible with God. If anything is possible with God, then everything, everything, everything is possible. Everything is possible with God. Everything is possible. To change the house is possible with God. To change the cars is possible with God. For the business to having a million per month is possible with God. Just apply yourself and trust God's spirit. That you want to grow in your music career is possible with God. In, your, in, whatever, in, in whatever things you want to do, whatever things you set out to do is possible with God. All things. So the Bible says, and shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Can you see now? He said, for verily I say unto you, that what things soever ye say, say, number one, 
unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. You see, believe is one now. Believe one, say one, that those things which he said, say two, shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Three saying in one verse. You say it three times of what you believe. Believe was one here. There was only one believe, be one. Saying was three times. So what have you said? God cares. Death and life. Proverbs 18.20. See Proverbs 18.20. See, you are the instrument of your own life. You are the architect of your own life. You are the destroyer of your own life. You are the builder of your life. See, your life is not dependent on your parents. It's not dependent on where you were born or where you were not born. Or who gave birth for you. You don't have, you don't have power over those things. Who gave birth for you and who, do, who didn't give birth to you. Where you were born, who your family was, who your parents were going to be, you don't have control over those things. The hospital you were born, the nations you were born, the circumstances of existence you were born. See, those ones don't matter. Faith is not a denial of fact, but faith is telling fact that you know what? You will not control, you will not determine the circumstances of my existence. I'm not going to allow it. Oh no, oh no, you were born in, 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 in a slum, it doesn't matter. You were born in a deprived nation, it doesn't matter. I carry a big God. If the God who made this beautiful universe is encapsulated in me, I have everything that the world requires. He's so big enough to occupy the whole world and so small enough to live inside of me. I carry a big God. I have a big God on my inside. I have a big God in my life. The glory of that God is in me. I can do all things. I can do all things. I'm alive unto God. The grace of that God is at work in me. I can do everything that I set out to do. Because what? I have the ability. I can do all things. I'm alive unto God. That's where it is. Your saying is three times of your believing. That's what the Bible says here. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say, what have you been saying? Check what you've been saying. You've not been talking right. My God shall supply. Philippians 4.19 All my need, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. The Bible says, God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance. Can you see that? All grace. All grace, that means every favor and earthly blessing. Every favor that come to me. I'm a magnet for favor. Romans, in, Philipp, in, in Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, the Bible says, Thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. He said, with favor you will surround him like a shield. I'm shielded with favor. I'm a favored child of a favored God. Glory to God. That's who I am. Favor is my name. It's part of my resume. It's part of my life. I carry the favor of God. I have loads of favor. I walk and I live in the greater blessing. I am blessed and highly favored. I am blessed and never cursed. I can never be cursed. Because Christ was cursed for me. The Bible said, Cursed is he that hangeth on the tree. The Bible said that the blessings of Abraham are come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I'm a child of God. Ah, glory to God. That's who I am. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. I'm equal to any task. I can match any task. I can do all things. Christ is my wisdom. Christ is my wisdom. My justification. He is my justification. He is my sanctification. And my redemption. 
That's who Christ is to me. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, the Bible says, For we have not received the spirit of fear, but the power of love and of a well-balanced mind and self-control. I have the spirit of a well-balanced mind and self-control. I don't forget. I don't forget. My mind is sound. My mind is sound. I have a well-balanced mind. I have the ability to comprehend and to compose. I have the ability to understand all things. I know all things because I have received an unction from the holy one i know all things i can comprehend all things i can understand all things because i have a mind of christ i do not have a dull mind i'm intelligent i'm brilliant i'm sound and opulent i'm rich i'm prosperous i'm a rich man second corinthians 8 chapter 9 that scripture was what they said john wesley read last in church I said this in church every time. That the high witnesses of the death of John Wesley said, John Wesley said, John Wesley said, what was the last scripture that I read in church? He said, sir, you, you read 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter and the ninth verse. John Wesley said, please, could you read it to me again? He said, sir, please, could you read it to me? He said, yes. While John Wesley was about, about dying on his sickbed. And John Wesley said, please, could you read that scripture to me to, again? And when I had to read the scripture to him, for you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through his poverty might become rich. John Wesley said, John Wesley said, that's the scripture. That's the gospel. The whole world need to hear it. The whole world need to know it. The Bible, and the high witness of the danger where John Wesley said, John Wesley lifted off his hands in token. And he said, the best of all is God with us. The best of all is God with us. The Lord is with us, strong and mighty. The Lord is with us, strong and mighty. He's working great works in our life. We are not alone. We are not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone. We're not just broke, busted. No, no, no. We're not alone. We're mightily helped of God. We're greatly helped of God. I'm greatly helped of God. These are words, these are reaffirming words. You have to keep telling yourself, I'm greatly helped of God. I'm greatly helped of God. Also, check 1 Peter chapter 5. It was part of the scripture that I first quoted in the, in the first week. First Peter chapter 5 and in verse from First Peter chapter 5 from Let me read. First Peter chapter 5 from verse 6. So be so be content with who you are and don't put on airs and don't put on airs. God's strong hand is on you. He'll promote you at the right time. Live carefree before God. He is most careful with you. That's it. I love the way they amplified classic to it. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7. Let me read it from verse 7. The amplified classic. First Peter is from verse 6 says, Therefore humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. The Bible says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, <laughs> that he may exalt you in due time. See, see what the Bible says. Verse 7, casting the whole of your care, the whole, it isn't a sum, it isn't a part of it, it isn't just one of it, it's a casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Stop carrying it. What's the care? Cast it. How do you cast it? I'll tell you. So the Bible says, casting the whole of your care. 
all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. God cares about you affectionately. God cares about the school that you will attend. God cares about who you will marry. God cares about where you stay. It's not, it's not a callous God that doesn't know what is happening to you. No, the Bible says we do not have a high priest that is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. The Bible says he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. The Bible calls him our high priest. See, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, the Bible calls us holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession or confession, Christ Jesus, who was, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. Christ is the high priest of our confession. See, in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. He partook of flesh and blood. As children partook of flesh and blood. He went through what we went through. Jesus on the earth was on represent man. He was on represent God. But Jesus didn't come here to live as God. That's why they call him the son of man. He was on represent God and he was on represent man. But he put aside his divine privileges. He didn't operate here as omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. He wasn't just always disappearing about or appearing anywhere. But no, 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 no. He operated here as man. That's why he waited until the spirit came. He went through what we went through. So the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7. Say, casting the whole, the whole. If the Bible says whole, believe God's word. Trust the word of God. If the Bible says cast a hold everything, you cast everything and trust him. Trust his word. Do his word. Somebody say, ah, God, oh God, help us to obey your word. Listen, listen, listen. We are his children if you are born again. The Bible calls us obedient children. We were called to do the word, not to obey the word. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the word knoweth us not, because it knoweth him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in himself, purified himself, even as he is pure. The Bible calls us obedient children. 
according to the word. We're obedient children. We're obedient children. We're obedient children. We're meant to do the word. We're meant to walk by the word. Our life came by the word. The Bible says, in him was life. John 1, 4. In him was life. Zoe. In the word was life. We are offspring of the word. What offspring of the word? We came by the word. We were given birth to by the word. We were produced by the word. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23, the Bible says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of that which is incorruptible. Even by the word of God, we live and abide forever. That means our birth, our being given birth to us was by the word. We were not born of corruptible seed. We were born by the word. The Bible says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of that which is incorruptible, even by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. The word of God lives and abides forever. The word of God is not short term. It lives and abides forever. It lives and abides forever. So, the Bible says, in that first Peter chapter 5 verse 7, the casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He cares about us affectionately. He cares about us watchfully. See Matthew 6 25. I'll start here, but the next service, I'll continue on this. Matthew 6 25. Therefore, I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink, or about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life greater in quality than food, and the body far above and more excellent than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by worrying and being anxious can add one unit, one unit, I can add one unit of measure, cubit to his stature or to the span of his life? Who of you by worrying? So worry has no good. Worry has no care. And who of you by worrying and being anxious can add one unit of measure or cubit to his stature or to the span of his life? And why should you be anxious about clothes? Consider the ladies of the field and learn thoroughly how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his magnificent excellence Dignity and grace was not arrayed like one of this. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothe you, O you of little faith? God cares. The Father cares. If you don't have an earthly father, it's not, it's not an excuse. The Bible says in Psalms, so when my father and my mother forsake me, so then the Lord will take care of me. The Lord will pick me up. 
How do you want to spend your life in worry? Suicide is not the way out. Being offensive or being bitter is not the way out. Do what the word says. The Bible says we forgive them who offend us as our Father in heaven has forgiven us. You don't hold men at men's sins against them. I'll never forget what he did for me. That means you're not a Christian. Let it go. Let those concerns go. Let those worry go. Let those concerns go. You can't live and thrive as a Christian in bitterness. It corrupts your soul. Those are things that have made many live short term. You know, you can't keep going about trying to give someone else a negative image because of what they did to you. Even you yourself, you are not perfect. You've done several wrong to other people. Be merciful towards people. Be compassionate towards people. Your life is not your own. If you're watching me in the nations of the world, and you're a Christian, you've been bitter against people. Venom. You've been going after them, how you would destroy them. More like a vendetta. That's not Christ's way. That's not the way of Christ. That's the way of the flesh. It's your flesh trying to manifest you. And there's nothing the flesh gives apart from destruction. No. That bitterness is more even than the sins of the body. It would even destroy your life. It would destroy your health. If you're with me right now and you've not been a Christian, like I always say, not somebody that doesn't go to church. You may be going to church and not be a Christian. Who is a Christian? Christian is the one that has, that has confessed the lordship of Jesus over his life. What is Christianity? Christianity is a demonstration and display of the life, virtues, and the perfections of Christ in a human person. That's Christianity. That's Christianity. But in Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10, the Bible gives us articulately what we need to do. That if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible says, Thou shalt be saved. Confess is lordship. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says, You shall be saved. So it's time. If you're ready, let's pray together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I confess today with my mouth that you are the Lord over my life. I believe that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Right now, I receive eternal life into my spirit. Now I'm a child of God. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Heaven rejoices over you. Several men and women at the grandstand, they are rejoicing. A soul has been saved. Praise God. And look for a Bible-believing church where you know they preach the gospel. And join them. If churches are remaining physically and online for now, find that church and join it. Don't just be flipping on the internet, flipping, 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 flipping. No, 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 no. Like I, that's why I said, this is not just another preaching. What ministering to your spirit, that's what we've done. That's what we've done. May the Lord bless and the Lord keep you. May the Lord be gracious with you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. May the Lord grant you peace and rest for your souls. 
Jesus' majesty. Thank you for joining us. God is working with you and in you. Do not give up. Hang in there. Keep moving. Don't stop. God bless you. Bye.